Oh yeah. Oh look at us go. I know. I'm so proud of each and every one of fourth. you. Fourth. I mean, the fourth. there's two of you, but it's the fourth one. She fourth talked one. before we introduced her. <laughs> hey, guess it's what? A good start. Do you want to do it again? Because no, nope, not at all. usual. I wasn't paying attention. No, no. I don't so. want to do it again at all. This um, is uh, this is my roommate. This is Cat. This is the infamous. Cat. So grabbed Barry Allen instead of a weapon when we thought someone might be breaking in. For those of you who are not aware, I'm and not, then also I'm helped really the homeless dumb. dude out. Bar Barry Allen is a teddy bear. A homeless dude is a homeless dude. If you want to see him, there's a, the teddy, the bear, not teddy bear, not the homeless dude. <laughs> I didn't take a picture of the homeless dude, but the teddy bear will be on our Instagram. Yes. Uh oh, feeling. So when someone's breaking into your house, listener. Uh, please grab a boot, not a teddy bear. Pro tip number one, please grab something that's not a bear. <laughs> just just listen to everything I've done and do the opposite, and like, you'll be all right. seeing the dude that I'm pretty sure is a serial killer murderer who has dead eyes and not thinking he's kind of cute. I yeah, said please. He was, I said he was relatively good looking. I wasn't going to like... He has dead eyes. Okay, okay can, but he had glasses. Here's my thing. Like, I don't... I wasn't there for this. I need to know... How close up did you see him? Did you witness Honestly, the not very Walmart. No, he got really close. No, he did. Oh, I wasn't he paying fixed attention. your register. I wasn't paying attention to him there. Ugh, last words of a dead girl. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another trip out to the Onalaska Walmart so everybody can see him. Wait, so That's this us. person who has dead eyes works at the Onalaska Walmart? At the self-checkout, yes. At the self-checkout. So they don't yeah. even trust him enough to check out regular but people. But he doesn't get the cape that Walmart's doing right now, apparently. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. It's superheroes everywhere and you look. it's super yellow. Shit. Oh, weird. It's really yellow. So, oh. this is Kat, everyone. She's going to be joining us for the duration of the episode, as long as she doesn't get, like, super bored, I guess. You can, no. like, always dip no, out. she won't. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Cool. I got beer. I'm This right. episode kind of has a theme. Yes. It is special for so many reasons, you guys. About, like, ladies that kill mm -hmm. or attempt to kill. And the people that survive them. My survivor's a lady. Is your survivor a lady? Um, my survivor's a dude oh, of a lady. Way to break the trend. Hey. Aren't, way to break the trend. I didn't even tell we you what's happening. <laughs> we were talking about lady killers. We were yeah. not talking about lady survivors. I'm sorry. I told you that. Okay. Anyway, I'm I, not going to spoil it. I have but a like, question for you guys. Mm -hmm. for, for somebody who knows shit about shit. Um, Legit. Isn't it like isn't there isn't it like a much lower percentage of killers or serial killers that are women? Yes. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. by a lot. So much. Like 80 20? 90 10? Yeah, like about. somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ladies crazy. also tend to go a lot longer than dudes cuz we're never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that can be taken sexually as well, but <laughs> well, um I think the the idea is that men especially if they're serial killers, can go for more violent forms, and then they'll, like, escalate from that. They kind like, of spree sometimes, and they... Yeah, they kill with their bare hands, they kill with guns. Get out of control. Yeah, women kill with poison and knives and medication. Wind like, up glassing your food. Yeah, oh. stuff that is less that's easy to trace, especially way back when. As we will fucking talk about. Because I'm yeah. talking about someone from the 1800s. That's yes, me. and I'm early 19 into mid 1900s. Drop, drop some oh, knowledge on my unknowing ass, please. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what we hope to do in this entire podcast. The cats of the world will be educated. <laughs> That's our hope. We'll see if it sticks. Including, uh, Bam Bam who's playing with paper towel right now. Hey, honey. Not. Oh, hi, hi, bud. Okay. Now, but that is not the only reason, dear listener, that this episode oh, is yeah. unique. Yeah. Um, we have been, every episode until this one, we have talked about 
the fact that Emily has her own personal survivor story, but we've been teasing it like dicks. Oh, yeah, I we've know been, this story. Yeah. We've been teasing it, but Is this then like the door. Yeah, and then yeah. we never like actually did it. And right. then I realized last episode, I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. This is kind of getting, like, awkward. Yeah, you should just do it, I suppose. I should just do it. Now, I'll say, I, I haven't heard this story. No. You've alluded to it, I but have. I have not heard the whole I thing. I don't tell a lot of people this story. So, like, it was psyched about it. I remember, well, because we've known each other for a very long time. Now. Yes. Um, I just, I remember you telling me this, and I was kind of sitting there, and I, had, I remember I had, like, half a beer, and I just kind of went fuck dude i'm sorry and it was like <laughs> probably the worst slash most awkward thing i could have possibly said at that moment so i would also i would also like to apologize for you for just being like oh fuck dude after what if we just promise not to say that exact thing i mean yeah. if you do i understand that's legit because it was fucked up before we mushu in, agrees mushu i don't know if that agrees. picked up in the recording but he is apparently having a spaz fest right now. He, <laughs> he made really some is. sweet, sweet love to some sandals, so he's like good. he's good to go. Yeah, he's into it. Uh, I will want to say, like, because um, we have this theme now of drinking different alcohols. Perhaps. Yeah, so this is kind of a thing that's it. happening. Yes. So right now we're drinking some nice ass martinis. Yeah, and I put it on the Instagram of like all of the ingredients and everything we're using. We're talking about like murder ladies with some classy martinis yes. for our own classy asses. Well, and you also told me Except like cat. Because she tried the martini, it didn't go well. Yeah. Fuck olives. Hey she, <laughs> hey, she tried it, so I'm, like, proud. But, okay, you told me that gin is a serial killer drink? Like, what? Like, what? gin and tonics. There was... There was uh, is Bunny just ordering them up? Just, like... There was a research I'm thing. Totally I don't remember where I saw it, but gin and tonics are most often ordered by, like, sociopaths and... I'm literally Googling gin and sociopaths. Okay. Is my stepdad a serial killer? Oh, yeah. Science Bottoms says you're up. <laughs> this literally says science says your love of gin and tonics may mean you're a sociopath. Mm -hmm. So this isn't oh. a gin and tonic. However, I also love me a good gin and tonic. But this is a gin heavy drink for sure. But also, do you yawn when other people yawn? I yes, I do. Natural. I yawn so, when my dog yawns. I have empathy. <laughs> yeah, you have empathy. So what? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they you yawn that. when other people yawn. They talk about a My Favorite Murder all the time. Yeah. I just thought... <laughs> just like the I number one test. I was at the same yes. time as they no, were. No, you're empathetic. No, because, oh. yeah. Look at you. You're not a serial killer. Contagious. Congratulations. I'm so glad. Listen, yeah. even if I was a serial killer, I would probably have gotten caught, like, two murders in. Here's my thing, is if you were a serial killer and we still didn't know, you're the greatest serial killer. Oh, oh yeah. Time. Maybe this is all just a game. Your alter like, ego is yeah. incredible. It's... No. I'm going to Liam Neeson everyone. I'm going to oh, munch God. an olive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we just, like, dive right into it? Because we have so much to cover. If you're ready, I'm ready. I mean, ready. like, my lady killer killed, like, possibly 70 to 100 people. Whoa. What the shit? So... What the fuck? Nope. My, I was nowhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's too many. Are you guys keeping score? No, um, but maybe we should. She's the most prolific then, though. Yeah. If that's really true. Yeah. She beats the guy you did last time. Whoever, yeah. What was his name? Ridgeway. Gary yeah, Ridgeway. Yeah, Gary Ridgeway. He had... <laughs> well, I mean... So many. He, he had a lot. <laughs> that he was like 50 both, or something. Yeah, recognized and unrecognized. Because the 70 to 100 is like her estimate. Huh. I trust 
trust her estimate. If yeah. she's sitting there being like, yeah, this is how many people I killed, She may be, like, overcompensating. And, like, once like, I get into it, you'll understand why it's so high, but, like, uh, Woof. Well, should we start with your personal story? Sure. I want to hear this again and not say yeah, I'm psyched. She's taking a big old drink of that martini to prepare. Was As epic. should you, listener. <laughs> Been there, done that, made that mistake. It was awful. <laughs> I watched it. It was great. <laughs> I danced around the kitchen for a little while. <laughs> uh, so, uh, back in, oh gosh, the late 90s, when it was okay to leave... 12 and 13 year olds at home. Oh, the People think keys. that latchkey kids were like 70s, 80s. No, no up no, into no, the no. 90s, my friend. Yeah. Like, because yeah. my mom was a single mom. Mm-hmm. She was great. She entrusted me with a lot of responsibility. I wasn't allowed to have an easy bake oven because I was allowed to use the real oven. Oh. So she just didn't see the reason in getting me an easy bake oven because she was like, what the fuck? Why do you need this? <laughs> and uh, so she was working full time. She was a recruiter. She did international deals, like all sorts of stuff. So she was always working. What was she recruiting? Uh, she mainly recruited for like engineering oh. and oh. like scientific technological people so not like a lot army. of people in japan no that's my brother right sorry he's a recruiter for the army not well bad. he was he just retired um so we lived in a rougher part of town and i'm mixed so my mom was white my dad was black when you think of like the 80s and the 90s didn't go over well does so, it go over well now? For both sides. <laughs> Just I wasn't really white changed. enough to be considered white. I wasn't black enough to be considered black. Right. It was weird. So I never really fit in. Which, mm. okay, that's fine. Whatever. I got into theater. It's fine. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that's where the, those kids go. Yeah, I know. I feel like everyone <laughs> in the Daily Gravy was not the coolest kid in no, school. Not at all. <laughs> no. Not even remotely I didn't close. wear jeans. I wore dress pants. But um, Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> Oh my god. I know, it. I know. But I was in like second or third grade. We were in a rougher part of Milwaukee, which has some really bad patches, and this was kind of on the edge. And there were some girls that lived across the street. Um, I'll say first names because they're mm. just so out there. Princess and Tierra. Oh my god, it's a theme. Are they yeah. trolls from ElfQuest? They actually had a younger <laughs> brother named Scepter. <laughs> <laughs> Tira was okay. She was great. But Princess was the bitch. Mm. Uh, of course. Was your life like a <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoon? <laughs> Basically. Princess, like, yeah. That's a character. That's a villain on, like, the Basically. Powerpuff Girls. Or oh, something. Yeah. hell yeah. So Princess was a little out there. And... I tried to befriend her, didn't go so well. Like, at one point, she tried to make me eat mud. She was weird. Mud she... tastes awful, I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Wait, what? No, don't worry about it, continue. Okay. So, we're going to explore that later. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. But I lent her my copy of Snow White on VHS. Like you do. Yeah, man. Sure, as one does. Yeah. And when you're trying <laughs> princess to... princess movie for the princess. Yeah, yeah. man. That makes sense. Yeah. Trying to make friends. Mm. And I was home alone. And I'd kind of stopped hanging out with princess. Because obviously that whole eating mud thing. Not my thing. So yeah. I just was... I bowed out. She starts knocking on the door one day. Uh, saying she was going to return the VHS. 
I got my uh-oh feeling. I'm sorry, how old is this girl? Do you know how yeah, old, how old she is? She was a little older than me. I was like 12. So she was maybe 13, 14? Like 13, 14. Okay. Oh, she was in middle school. Yeah, yeah middle schoolers are the literal they're the, they're the shit. fucking worst. Hormones yeah. are hard. Dude, it makes you a monster yeah. for at least three years, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I am started opening the door, and she immediately tried to push it open. Oh, God. And she was bigger than me. I'm short. Mm-hmm. I'm really short. So she was a lot taller than me, so she should have had more force behind the door. But I managed somehow, and I really, like, I legit don't know how, I managed to push the door closed. Adrenaline, maybe? I It had to be. It had to be, yeah, like, a spell yeah. of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. I was able to get it closed. I was able to deadbolt the door. I got inside. I hid behind a chair. She started pounding on windows. Why? Whatever she could get to. I will answer that in a second. Cool. <laughs> like, she was pounding. She was throwing shit. Kind of blocked out most of what she was screaming, but, like, I'm pretty sure she did say, I'm going to kill you through the door. I mean, there's, like, a reason why you would think that was going to happen. <sighs> like it's, just, it's one of those things that <laughs> kind of, like, fizzles out mm-hmm. with the adrenaline and the emotions and terror, just pure terror, just right. block it out. Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. That is also one thing, like, about Survivors that I'm always like, how the fuck do you even remember half this shit? Yeah. And, and yeah. a lot of the time they don't. It's true. But, like, when they do, it's like, holy shit. Like, where was your mind? How did you have the presence to remember that this happened? Because I can still, like, picture the house. Mm. I haven't been there since I was 12. We didn't have a lot of pictures from that house. But I remember it was a pink exterior with white trim it was a duplex with an entrance in the front, which is the door that I opened that then had another door into our lower floor. I remember the chair was in the left-hand side of the living room mm-hmm. with a table behind it that I squeezed myself in between with so the like, phone on the table. Mm, you remember, yeah. You remember, like, specifics, but not, like, like your brain kind of just picked out certain very specific things and then just left the ones that you couldn't handle at the time out, do you think? Yeah, that sounds, yeah. That's the things that could actually help you. Because yeah. it's like, where is everything in the room and what can I get behind? Yeah. And what can I use? Versus what this person like, is this saying person is, is less screaming important. At me, pretty sure she's going to kill me no matter what she's fucking saying. Right. Yeah, if she yeah. gets in here, I'm going to die. I called my mom. I did, I did the thing that you do when you're 12 and you're scared. Right, Rather call- than calling 911, I called my mom. Yeah. Well, it's easier to talk to your mom yeah. than the fucking police. Who was police. at work and then conference did 911. <laughs> oh my God, your mom is awesome. Like, hold on, let me three way call. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I called her at work. Like, I, I just, I called. I was crying. 911 was on the line. The police were at the door. They, she ran, but like, she lived across the street, so. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ran she couldn't too. really run too far. Jesus. So I got, uh, my mom put in all the paperwork. She did all of the legwork on it. I had a restraining order against her. I stayed with our neighbor. Yeah. When I was coming home from school, I had people who walked me to and from the bus stop to protect me from her in case it happened again. Shit. And yeah, it was, and then we moved 
shortly after that. Wow. Do you think, was that a factor at all in the moving? Or was it just like sort of... You no, were I think my move? mom was looking to move just because it was starting to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, if there's fucking 14-year-olds I mean, busting up doors. Well, and the gangs were starting to move into that area. That would do it. So they yeah. were starting to become like a you-can't-go-outside-after-the-streetlights-come-on kind of feel. Yeah. So it sounds like you had your own sort of survival situation where you did the right thing at the right time and were physically able to do it, which seems Somehow, crazy. Yeah. yeah. But then also like your mom and your neighborhood had the best response. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Because there were people. so yeah. many good people there. Yeah. We had so many great people and it was, it was amazing. The turnout and the support and how it, it was just a testament to how strong my mom was. And how organized she could be (laughs) in being like, all right, I'm going to have somebody at the bus stop to walk you to and from there in the morning and at night. I'm going to have somebody that stays with you until I'm home. I'm going to be leaving work early. My boss is okay with this. I'm organizing this. I'm organizing that. Everyone's aware of this. I've got the restraining order in place. Police reports are filed. We're pressing charges. All of this shit. Yeah. Dang. And I didn't even have to go to court. Nice. So, yeah. I, I'd clap, but that would probably fuck up the mic. <laughs> like, it might be in a my little head, bit loud. I'm, like, standing no. over My mom was a warrior. She fuck was a yeah. warrior woman. Well, I'm yeah. glad you were alive. Yeah, yeah me glad, too. I'm glad you did hold it that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for telling us that. Yeah. Like, selfishly, if you weren't alive, I probably wouldn't be, so. Hey, <laughs> man. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Um, I think I should use this time to, like, put out another plea and say that, like, we are looking for other people who want to tell their stories, whether they want to send us, like, some audio that we could play, um, or if you want to send us a written email that we could read um, of your own survival story of the, or of the survival story of somebody that you know, um, we would love to hear about it. Or if there are any survival stories that you know of that are out there that we could research and you want to make sure that we know about them and cover them, then we would love to hear about that. Cause, um, the firsthand stuff is really important to hear stuff like that actually comes from the person that it happened to or it's as incredible. close as you can get is yeah, way better. And also just like way more informative, I think. Cause yeah. it's like. This is all, everything we talk about is, is hearsay of the, of the best variety. I mean, we're still researching and looking into things, but it's still all sort of subject to, you know, history and what people wrote down and what people were accurate about. And it's better, it's always better to hear, like, from the horse's mouth. Yeah, so. and that's one of the reasons kind of why we try and pull as much as we can from the Survivor story. Uh, with the first couple episodes, we did more recent things mm-hmm. where people were able to interview the survivors. Like I still in mine, I have a couple quotes from the, the serial killer, not the survivor. I have like two quotes from the survivor, which is shocking. Yeah. So the survivors, sorry. Yes. Do the survivors normally like, uh, I'm fucking done with this. I don't want to talk about it. anymore. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. yeah, sometimes, but like a lot it's, of the ones, it can be hard to talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah. This... like, Hey, I almost died because Pushinkov, Pushishin, whatever. Like, Pushishkin. Pushishkin. me like off the fucking well thing. Yeah. And I was but, in yeah. the sewers for ages. Some of like... these people that like we've talked about already though, like the people who were kidnapped, like they Oof. have made their lives about talking about what happened to them. 
and that's really cool too. Like that must be an incredibly oh, yeah. strong thing. Yeah, like I, I imagine like we won't even hear a lot of survival, survivor stories ever because people get through things and they never want to talk about it. Yeah, and if Princess, if you're listening, I don't know why you would be. I don't even know where you are in this world. Oh man, Princess. Huh? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> princess, dude. If your name is Princess, but you're not the Princess, you'll obviously know. Yeah, I think you probably remember. Like you, you, as a general name of Princess. Hashtag not all princesses. Nor is she like bad mouthing Princess Diana from like beyond the grave or anything. No, I was still really traumatized by that death. All right, we're moving on to the other murders slash survival stories. Oh, I'm glad I'm in that conversation. (laughs) You start, I started Mm. last time, so you start this time. Yes. I think. I I think, no, I think you're right. So let's just go with it, because I already talked about me, so. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, Let's listen to my dumbass voice for a while. Woo! So, um, it's ladies' night. Um, Woo-woo! So my perpetrator is a lady. Um, my survivor is a guy, but also there's like a couple of other like girls who are survivors because okay. of him. So I'm just saying like, I didn't totally break the mold here. Hey. Um, so, um, a lot of people may have heard of this person. I have been trying desperately to remember which true crime podcast has talked about her in the past. It might've been last podcast on the left. Um, <laughs> that's a clever name. Isn't it? <laughs> um, that's. <laughs> That is an interesting podcast. Um, but this this woman's name is Nanny Doss. She's mm. best known for that. Um, she was also she was born Nancy Hazel. Um, she has several names. Um, she went by Nanny. Doss was one of the names of her like one of her many husbands. Um, and she's been known as Nanny Hazel, the Giggling Granny, and Arsenic Annie. Oh my God! Our, so both of ours have names. Yes. Well, that's my, this is kind of one of my thoughts is like, they named women killers Mm -hmm. so many different things. Cause it was like, I don't know if they were just, they had to decide that they were some sort of sort of storybook kind of fictional esque character just to make it seem real as them. Yeah. As an aside, what was her name? Nanny. Nanny Doss. Doss. She sounds like somebody that Kathy Bates would play in like a Netflix special. Absolutely. Like that's just the, I immediately and, thought misery. Continue. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like she gets done doing misery, she walks over to the nanny Doss set and yeah, does just that. straight up cro- cross the lot and is yes. like, "All right, bitches, fucking it, for real." It's N A N N I E. Yes, is that right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Her oh, name was Nancy. So she went it's not by like nanny. grandmother nanny. No, no, no. She went by nanny. Nineteen hundreds um, nanny. Right, oh, right. Time is it like? But the giggling granny is probably my favorite term That's for just her. Creepy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Mm-mm. So because the it. thing about her is like. There's no pictures of her looking serious. She, uh, you know, one of the things I was looking at was, like, the serial killer who smiled all the way to jail. That's the worst. Isn't it horrible? No. So this lady, um, she was born in Louisiana in 1905. Fucking shock of all shocks, you guys. She suffered a head injury at the age of seven. (laughs) So Mm. there we are, number one. Imagine that. Kat, I don't know if you know this, but there are some sort of serial killer, like, tells. That oh, can like, killing animals life. and, like, wetting the bed and shit? Exactly. And, like, trauma when they were a child trauma. or, like, oh. parental death when they were young. Yeah, being, yeah, being abused in any way is yeah, a huge abuse. one. But also, Charles yes, Manson. hurting, yes, mm-hmm. and hurting animals and wetting the bed is another one. But head trauma is, like, oh, man. 
All it's, I know about true crime and stuff is Criminal Minds, and I know <laughs> that is not fucking accurate. So. They're, they're close. I mean, they. I'm they sure they do use have some FBI consultants. Stuff, but, yeah. But so, yeah, she, she did suffer from a head injury, and she worked on a farm. Her family owned a farm, so they didn't really give too many fucks. She worked her ass off her whole life. Right. Um, but she did sort of... Uh, what I've heard from her uh, is that she, as a teenager, read a bunch of romance novels. And so that sort of informed her idea of romance and relationships and what um, oh, love ooh. should be like. Ooh. Oh, God. So the first time she was That's ever married. That's a disappointment. Uh, yeah, it's always, <laughs> always 100% of the time going to be a disappointment. They're always, like, big and strong. and 1800s like, Fabio on the cover. Yeah. And they just, you always want to fuck. And, like, <laughs> and they yes. just want to take you right then and there. That's not, right. no. Right on the beach and the sand never chafes. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> and the leather never squeaks. Yes. <laughs> So she was reading these novels and getting this idea of what love should be. And then at 16 years old, she married for the first time. 16. Was this common in 19 whenever that was? I will was. say it was probably much more common, but like that's still pretty Was, was nobody, were people side-eyeing, I guess? I, I don't think people would be side-eyeing. Yeah, there were definitely yet. not laws. There were definitely, like there are laws in some states now that say that you can't marry under the age of 18. Well, not yeah. in all states, funnily enough. Tennessee? Woo! Um, there's quite a few. There's actually, more though. than that, but I think that's just the one that I think. Yes. I think it's Tennessee. It's somewhere. In the Hooray! South. Marrying children. Y yeah. Ooh. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um. When you are sixteen. But like at the time, oh, I'm sure it was much more common. But like, looking back at it now, this woman fit five husbands into her life. So I thought you were gonna say like into a trunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> Close, bitch. All right. <laughs> um, so, um, Nanny, because this is mostly, I'm trying to make this mostly about her survivor, I'm going to kind of cut to the chase here. Right, she sorry. is believed to have murdered at least 10 people, mm. all of whom are her family members. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. So from a Gizmodo article, this is the quote. Over a period of 30 years, this cheery serial killer chopped multiple limbs off her own family tree with the body count that allegedly included four husbands, her mother, one of her mother-in-laws, her two sisters, two of her children, a grandson, and a nephew. Wow. Just all... Her oh. mother is the one I could not find anything about. All those fingers <laughs> like, and those family pies. Yeah, like, dude. Yes. So this all started with her first marriage. Um, I kind of want to go, I kind of want to go over this a little bit more because like her first marriage ended and he survived. Like he's the, one of the only people who survived. And I'll talk a little bit about how he did that. Sure. But like after that, almost no one in her path survived. Oh, so like, got, let's all just think about crafty. how lucky. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she got Jesus. better at it. I honestly think of she course. just got better at it. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> so, um, the early fifties. Um, things started up. getting pretty deadly for her family. Her third husband by that time. So she'd already killed. Oh my God. She'd already killed multiple children. She'd already killed her second husband and his child, not by her, no, his grandchild. Um, so her third husband, Arlie Lanning, died in Lexington, North Carolina in 1952. A few months later, in January 1953, her mother died. Oh, the, this is all I heard about her mother. Her mother died while Nanny was nursing the woman back from a, a broken hip. Two of her sisters died the same year in different towns. Each collapsed while Nanny was visiting. Oh, of course. <laughs> Each sure. with the same mysterious symptoms of stomach cramps and convulsions. Oh, in 1953, 
Here husband. comes Typhoid Mary. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> except she did it fucking on purpose. Okay, so anyway, 1953, her hu- husband number four, Richard Morton, was laid to rest in Emporia, Kansas. Now, now, husband number five, I believe, after that was the real kicker because she killed him within a month of being married to him. Oh, my God. So, like, in her own way, you know, we talk about serial killers escalating a lot. Yeah. She didn't escalate in the way she murdered. She, I think, escalated in how fast she which, murdered them. Which happens. Yes. Because that happens some too. people, it's pretty, it's pretty standard for people to have their t- typical MO. Yeah. Or modus operandi. Ugh. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's what that means. Yes. Yes. Hmm. So much learning. Latin. I've learned so much already. <laughs> so, like, if you stab people, you normally stab people, mm-hmm. shooting all that poison, whatever. So when people change it up, that's when you can say things escal- get a little yeah. weird. But a lot of escalations are just in a time frame, which then turns into, okay, they're breaking down. Right. They're the thrill of killing is no longer lasting as looking long. Looking for a bigger so high. They're more. losing their shit more than usual. Yeah. Yes. And this lady... Because her first marriage lasted eight years. Her second marriage lasted 16. And from then on, it was down fucking hill all the way to the last guy, her fifth marriage. A month. (laughs) One month. And because it was only a month, like, everyone was like, hey, what's going on? And it was not that long, like... Some of these things were in the 1950s. So she, her last marriage was in the 1960s. They're looking at what killed this person and actually being able to tell. How old was she by the end of it? Um, she, you know, they called her Granny, like yeah. the Jubilee Granny. So she was a grandmother's age by that time. She was born in 1905. So whatever that yeah. math is, Jesus. When um, did she get caught? Um, actually, I don't shit. I don't fucking have the actual year because I I was like trying to just get so much of her mm, stuff, and there's yeah. so many discrepancies. And like that's the same thing we talked about this already because your story has a lot of historical discrepancies yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That was there's a weird. A... Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I had a lot of um. I was just sort of trying to sort through a lot of the shit. So I don't have the exact year that she was brought in, um, but she, I mean, she didn't get away with it long after she killed her last husband, and that was in the 60s. Um, And then she confessed to everything. (laughs) So that's fun. Um, I'll go over, like, because we wanted to talk about why they chose to kill. Yeah, a lot. the survivor, I imagine, is how this works. Yeah, a lot, yes. A lot of the time, like, men kill for certain reasons women often have different reasons that's just and and not always but often usually something maternal or along those lines it's rarely for sexual release Mm. which right i will also talk about because mine is the exception to the rule i will say like oh i think i know which one you're talking (laughs) about oh no i will say like you know hatred of women often makes part of why male serial killers will kill and I think like hatred of men is also a thing like if you look at like Eileen Warnos hatred of men yes monster yeah Yeah. you mean that movie was about her she wasn't in the actual movie she was (laughs) in prison Theron did look a shit ton like her she did a lot for that (laughs) she fucking owned that she was in American Horror Story too Charlize Theron? No. Uh, Eileen Warnos? Yes. Oh, wait, really? I was like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. In, like, the second, her and, like, the, second the season? The devil killer Rodriguez. And, like... Oh, no. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, Wait, just, yeah, the American Horror Story Hotel because he has like a dinner party it's with a big like old serial killer dinner party with the Night Stalker and Eileen Warno. Well, I want to watch that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna. I fix didn't that. know. Oh my god. Yeah. We're gonna fix that. Just chilling. Yes. AKA right. Gacy. Yeah. Oh my god. He's just fucking there. Anyway, Amazing. I'm sorry. I had no I idea. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I will say, let's get on to our our good good yeah. survivor boy. Yeah. Good survivors. His name is Charles. Although. There's some fighting on that, too. Sure. <laughs> on what his actual fucking name is. Because, of course. So, this is, again, her first husband. He survived, in my opinion, by following our goddamn hashtag and trusting his fucking gut. This guy got it. So, they were married for eight years. He was fairly young as well. He was in his early 20s while she was 16. According okay. to, and this is a uh, website called the Malefactors Register, it had by far the most sort of like flowery language regarding some of these things. Um, but Charles described Annie as being high-tempered and mean. Hmm. So he knew that about her. That was just, they always sort of had a rocky relationship even when they were first married. Then they had four children together. <laughs> as, as was the custom. Yeah. Or... Hey, our relationship isn't that good. You want to fuck a bunch? Time to pop <laughs> up some babies, bitches. Yes. So, the other thing is that there's a, a little bit of a disagreement in what I read about how many of those children survived. Ooh. Did um, she kill them or did I, they just die? Oh, she killed them. Oh. oh. <laughs> they did not just uh, die. So, <laughs> in one account, I read that three of them died. But the one that I've read most about and that seems to make the most sense... Um, with the rest of the timeline is that two of them died, the two middle children, leaving the oldest daughter and the youngest daughter still alive. And these two kids who did die, they died within a few weeks of each other. Mm. And, and this is all anecdotal, but the anecdotes go that Charles would look at his children in the morning. They would be eating breakfast. They would be fine. They would cry for him when he left for work. And when he would come home from work, they would be dead. And that happened twice in the span of a couple of months. Oh, my Fucked God. Up. So, because Charles is not a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he, there's something fucking wrong. Hey, the only adult here is my wife. She's a bitch. <laughs> I just want to say that I love women. I don't usually use that term. However, she murdered people. So I'm going to go ahead and yeah. call her a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he was already on her fucking seas. Like, he knew what was going on. And he said, quote, when she got mad, I wouldn't eat anything she fixed or drink anything around the house. <laughs> oh, he knew. He knew. But he let his children do that. The thing is, I think, I think, like, he didn't know until maybe, like, the two deaths happened so close together. Because yeah. one of them yeah. could be, like, a, some sort of sudden death. Like, children get sick. Yeah, that happened, especially with They get into poison things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they then, didn't have the icky labels. Exactly. And yeah, shit's just lying around. People don't know anything about anything. So he didn't really realize until the second child had died. And then he was like, all right, something seems not cool here. Um, and he said, I didn't even know in where I grew up, poisoning wasn't even a thing. That wasn't a thing you learned about, talked about, heard about. Right. The undertakers had to tell me that they were poisoned. Um, and now, again, I don't actually know, like, whether or not he was told they were poisoned indefinitely and whether he should call the police and chose not to. All of this is, like, not out there. But 
the one cool thing he did kind of do was that he just fucking left. <laughs> he, just, he was like, bye. Yeah. Like, one day he looked and was like, nah. And he left. Now, by, by most accounts, in the, the accounts in which the eldest daughter survives, he takes her. Smart. The shitty thing he did was not take the youngest daughter. No. Not so smart. Her, I think her name was... Oh my god, I don't have it here because it was like either Florine or Florentine, and both of those are hilarious, ridiculous what? names. Florine. <laughs> I'm gonna name my kid Florine. Please Dude, don't. Right? Um, but Aunt either Florine's either way. Prom. Yeah. Look but either way, like date. I will say, proud of him for fucking figuring out, like you know what, something is nasty here. You know what I mean? Like maybe it was a maybe it was a case where like he could only literally like pick one well and logically he would think she'd go after the older one yeah. because she knows more she sees more maybe she's more observant right but like she's already shown she has no qualms kids. killing young children i guess i just maybe wasn't just that attached to that florine girl she was just a toddler <laughs> yeah human, fuck F. human justification though of being like oh she couldn't she couldn't hurt the toddler right Right. Except, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to think literally the worst about your wife, even though you're sitting there thinking pretty bad about her already, maybe she people. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. So, but he did leave, and um, they were divorced in 1929. So, they, yeah, they must have been married in 1921. Yes. Um, so the the nice <laughs> thing is, out, fuck. God damn it, Bam Bam. <laughs> bam Bam. <laughs> the nice thing is um sort of luckily for flor flor fluoride um <laughs> oh nanny did not waste any fucking time being single whatsoever mm. she put out a lonely hearts ad and just quickly married her second husband robert harrelson and they went out on the road within a month of being married and left her youngest daughter abandoned in a house okay so the neighbors realize this, and they eventually track down Charles, her actual father and Nanny's first husband, to say, hey, your daughter has no mom. Can you take her? <laughs> By and the he way. did. <laughs> Good. So in the end, Charles trusted his gut, was a bit of a dick there in the middle, uh, but did end up saving his two daughters Including from a fluoride. pretty horrible fate. Fluoride and... <laughs> <laughs> from a pretty horrible fate of being poisoned because okay look yeah said, so they were like literally just being fucked like she would just dump arsenic her name be was like, arsenic up, Annie for yeah, it, yeah they said it in a lot of cases i was reading it was a mixture of rat poison and arsenic because mm. one apparently just wouldn't do no man you gotta make a cocktail out of that shit well and and what i've from what i've read in a couple of different places is that she was slowly poisoning charles that but she sense. just didn't do it fast enough. Oh, yeah, and he sense. got wise, and yeah. he considered himself incredibly lucky afterward. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, so uh, the the okay, one other really shitty thing though was that F Florentine denied <laughs> she grew up and got unestranged from her mother. Oh, and then let oh. her child stay. No. Oh, no. Mother. Oh, no. that's the grandson. He was there for three days. Oh, and then he died. No. What? Yeah. Talk about speeding the fuck up. I mean, for real. What? Like, <laughs> what could he have possibly done to, like, slight her? She I mean, didn't have an uh oh feeling. Yeah, no, apparently not. Even I mean, she was young. She had no idea, probably, that this was happening, that she was abandoned. Like, she, she was, like, 
four years old. She might have had no oh, clue that her mother was yeah. something to be feared. And oh he probably God. didn't tell her. Yeah. I mean, well, I wouldn't. Fuck. I wouldn't. Like, I, I would. I would also say, don't ever talk to that woman again. I I'd just... give the reason. <laughs> I'd be like, when congratulations, you're like 13 now. Yeah. Here's why your mom's a dick. Right. Your mom is a literal murderer. You do would not have two it. other siblings if it wasn't for her. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do the thing. Now, here's my here's my other story of, like, how not to survive, because I mentioned her second husband. Um, his last name was Harrelson. I have to look up here again at his full fucking first oh, goddamn name. great in the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I don't know. He's in here somewhere. But his last name is Harrelson. Second husband. Um, his grandson died not long after he married Nanny. Fucking what a shock. Shocker. What mm. a fucking shock. Um... Mm. And this is just a quote. It said, it wouldn't be many years, it wouldn't be for many years that Nanny would admit that she ended the marriage by putting rat poison in Harrelson's corn whiskey. Because <laughs> apparently we used to make whiskey out of corn. You make whiskey still, out of anything. I Truth. think they still do. At the same time, oh, not on purpose. <laughs> no, I've just seen kidding. Lawless. At the same time, she admitted that their two-month-old grandson just might have gotten into some rat poison. Sure. Oh, my God. Sure. Harrelson knew something was wrong, but he couldn't quite put his finger on it. He did, however, see impending doom. Oh, I'll man. be next, he said at his grandson's funeral. Wow. And he was. That's and morbid. he was next. Do you think that fucking arsenic Annie took that as a challenge? Right? Like, if she was anywhere near him, she's like, you are now, bitch. Like, All right, I well, had, I had a list of about four other people, but now I'm going to put you first because you're an ass. But anyway, so her motivation um, was part of partly that whole romance thing we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, a lot of people thought that because these people had insurance policies out on them that it was all about the money. But she actually detested that. She Ooh. hated when people would say that because most of the policies were so meager it gave her nothing. And a lot of people said Charles survived because he was uninsured. She says that's not true at all. So that was just a coincidence. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. She, he just got away. She had, she didn't care about money. Um, what she, what, what actually motivated her was marital boredom, a dream of discovering the ideal husband as described by her favorite true romance magazines. And that's about it. Nancy told her interrogators. Wow. I was searching for the perfect mate, the real romance of life. So I'll just fucking kill the ones that don't work. Yeah. That's and that's cool. the giggling I mean, fucking granny, you guys. Okay. But that's kind of easier than a divorce. Oh my god! Okay. Wow, <laughs> there's so much paperwork, you guys. I would, love, I would love if this show ended with us discovering that Emily is a serial killer. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I don't know whether to take that as an insult or a compliment. So, um, so I'm just gonna take it as a compliment and move on. Okay. Remember, I know where you sleep. Are you like grooming me? Is that what this is? This has all like... been grooming. It's been like years uh, ago. Yeah, am I like to take on your legacy? Like, Kat, this... I actually have to tell you that we should probably go. We okay, need to get you so safe. I'm gonna uh, talk about my killer. <laughs> That's not you. That's 100% not me. I'm not a serial killer. Mm. Although I've. Never mind. You're not, <laughs> not a wow. serial killer. <laughs> have you wet the bed lately? Like, <laughs> no. Did you hit your head when you were a kid? Did you I, light fires? Did you I mutilate did. animals? I didn't light, okay, I didn't I, light fires. I only accidentally lit I a, a fire once. I only accidentally lit a fire once. Okay. 
All right, together we could probably all... I didn't wet the bed, but I bet I've got something. <laughs> Let me think about it. Okay. Cool. So on that revelation... That we're all one-third of a serial killer? Oh, By our powers combined. <laughs> but Form of Ted Bundy. <laughs> I really don't think it'd go well, you guys, because we all yawn when other people yawn. That's true. We're too empathetic. Or... Like the Will Grams of this. Although I might be able to turn it off. Maybe, Maybe down the road. I'm sorry, did I you try hard talk enough? about turning off your empathy? <laughs> First of all, Emily. Probably called faking it and you're a sociopath. Don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've gone through a lot of trauma in my life. I'm locking my bedroom door. You can't. There's no lock on the door. <laughs> Not that I know this. Anyways, now that I sound like a total serial killer, <laughs> I just know that because I also have the same bedroom door and it doesn't have a just, lock Just on kidding, it. NSA. We're fine. It's, yeah. We're all right. If you're listening, NSA, yep. I'm so sorry. It's, don't worry about it. It's all just jokes. Oh, my God. But <laughs> the NSA is definitely typing a whole bunch of stuff into their shitty 90s computers. Government <laughs> <laughs> cuts, bitch. So my serial killer that I'm going to talk about is Jane Topin. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's T-O-P-P-A-N. So maybe it's Topan. Topan. <laughs> She's definitely Topin. not like, French. Like Chopin? <laughs> no. That's one P. And an I, I think. Yes. Doesn't he look like Chopin? C-H-O-P-I-N. Mm-hmm. It does look like Chopin. <laughs> Chopin. <laughs> yeah. So, Jane, I'm just going to say Topin for sure. the sake of consistency. Fuck her. She's a murderer. <laughs> She's a massive murderer. Oh, crazy. So, official number of victims she was convicted for was 31. But... That means jack shit. <laughs> as I said, in her confession, she said 70 to 100. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Goddamn. Uh, she was a nurse who wasn't actually a nurse. What? She never finished nursing school. She got kicked out. How did she? Oh, my she God. She faked it. Oh, my God. It. Yeah. Okay, this is the Buckle late up, 1800s. Buttercup. <laughs> you said this is was this a Catch late... Me If You Can serial killer style? <laughs> Pretty much. What is the year? Or Okay, ish? so she was born in 1857. Okay. Ooh, before started... the Civil War. Yeah. Dang. She started killing in 1887 and got caught in 1901. So, wow. She was at it for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. 24? A little over like 20 years. Yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah. God damn. Now, I'm going to say credentials probably didn't mean uh, much. I mean, they, they have dates and everything. I'm still, I was finding some inconsistencies with where I was looking. Yeah. Including, you guys, I read a book for this. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Female serial killers, how and why women become monsters. I need to read that. By I want to read the Yes. Oh, it was written by a dude. Yeah, that's why I was like, ooh. Yeah, like. Because, like, okay, in mine, I definitely read some articles where people were like, from the time period, were like, women are supposed to nurture. What a horrible, hideous crime yeah. against nature that uh, this would happen. Here, here's a quote. Beside her, a obvious competence she seemed to be a sensitive sympathetic woman and you know angels of mercy that were supposed to be caring and loving and hey, maybe, help people to their maybe deaths men were such monsters at that point in history that all women looked pretty gentle <laughs> uh, let's see were. i'm just gonna take a <laughs> i'm gonna take a, a quick peek at the civil war 
going to look at some of the atrocities that went down there. A whole bunch of them. And then look back at by dudes, I think. Dudes trying to enslave other dudes and then not being allowed to and then fighting other dudes? Yeah. 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 So she mainly poisoned with a mixture of morphine and atropine. Oh, at least they died, like, blissed out. Gonna say. Yeah. Sounds like a deuce way to go. I mean, they went. <laughs> better than was, poisoning. I mean, it's technically poisoning. Okay, but it's, it's like, way better than convulsions At least, at least you're riding the dragon, man. <laughs> so she was active in Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah. And let's see. Her family, her parents were Irish immigrants. Her mom died of tuberculosis when oh, she was yeah. like a baby. That's upsetting. Yeah. Her father was a tailor and was also apparently an alcoholic and kind of eccentric. Uh, <sighs> one source said that people who knew him nicknamed him Kelly the Crack. I have no now, license for this. So he... Uh, thanks to his insanity and being a tailor... <laughs> I mean, deciding factors, really. Sentence that's never been said. Literally tried to sew his own eyelids shut. <gasps> oh, I did not know that sentence was going to end that way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So, naturally, it runs he a... gave up the kids. Yeah. Crazy kind of, do you think it so, ran? I mean, that's I don't... good. Like, he gave them up voluntarily. But here's the thing. Oh, God. So, the this is when, because of the dates and everything, sources were very different on what happened to the girls, because she had a sister. And some were saying that she was legally adopted by the family that took her in, of Abner Topin and his wife from Lowell, Massachusetts. And then <laughs> legally adopted them and changed their last names in huh. 1859. But another source says they were given to the family as indentured servants and never formally adopted. So those are oh. two very, very different things. Vastly, hugely, crazily yeah. different. Oh my god. <laughs> so... One of the things that, among those other things, because she also did suffer a head trauma as a child. Of course. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, too good. She apparently attempted suicide twice because she got jilted by her fiancé. Yeah. Mm. And then... There's a lot of jilting in these. Here's another weird thing. One source says her sister went to join their birth father in the crazy house after going through a mental breakdown in her 20s. Another source says sister became a sex worker and died a destitute <laughs> alcoholic in the streets. Those oh. are varied sources. So, I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Those are so different. Can anybody just decide on one single detail for this story? I mean, at least they're going to extremes on differences and not just like <laughs> a little variance here and a little variance there. It's like there. your own adventure murder style. Yeah. So back to Jane. So she stabilized during 1880. No more suicidal attempts. 
mentally okay, maybe. That's sure. Good. Uh, she tried to become a student nurse at a hospital in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So very reputable. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Harvard. You know, hanging out. Right. She didn't go to Harvard, I don't think. They didn't say, they didn't name the school, but like. <laughs> Harvard's I like, we feel don't feel like they in. would have said if she went to Harvard. <laughs> I mean, Harvard comes up later, but that's a totally different thing. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she was really good at what she did, but the supervisors and her colleagues were kind of disturbed by her obsession with autopsies. Ooh. Uh, so. She got kicked out of nursing school after two patients died mysteriously sure, while in her care. Sure, you hear the air quotes in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel them from so, here. So, yeah, she left the hospital without her certificate. So she just faked it till she made it with her paperwork. You know, as one does in the yeah. late 1800s. Yeah, and she just worked as a private nurse. <laughs> Rather than... What is a private nurse? In the houses, it's a nurse like, that's private, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nurse that goes into people's houses. Oh. You know, like an on-call doctor or yeah. a, a house-to-house house doctor, yeah. but yeah. a nurse. I that would not trust that people. for even one second. Not even one. Mm-mm. So over the next two decades of her murder career, mm-hmm. she was hired by dozens of New England families... And Mm -mm. cared for a lot of people, but Mm -mm. very few people actually survived her treatment. Oh, my God. So she gave lethal injections of the morphine and atropine mix to 31, at least. At at least. least 31 (laughs) hospital patients. Wow. And then, as, as I said earlier, was suspected of killing an additional 70, at least, like, up to 70 people over the course of a two-decade Why? Oh, my God. I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> she gave a reason. Ugh. Yeah. So, she did end up working her way in, and she was, while she was taking her nursing time at Cambridge Hospital, uh, she was playing with dosage and figuring out what, what worked and what didn't. And this faking, can kill a man. Yeah, faking medical charts and <laughs> seeing what it took to get them to kind of drift in and out of consciousness. And then she would even get into bed with them Oh, while they were drifting in and out of consciousness. I have would heard this like, story. They, like... they didn't talk about sexual activity, but the survivor kind of does. And she stated when she was arrested that she did get a sexual thrill. From patients being near death and then coming back to life and then kind of dying again. And being there next to them. Yeah, and touching them and getting off on that. So, yeah. It's weird for female serial killers. Yeah, I mean, that's not something... They usually either kill for, like... Yeah. Maternal or monetary things... Yeah, I mean, or or because of some sort of past abuse, they recreated others. It's, yeah. it's normally the guys that are like, the guys my dick's hard, off. time to kill someone, yeah. or whatever variation. Ted Bundy. Or like, yeah, or they can't get off from regular sexual Unless stuff, they, so they yeah. do it through sadism. Yeah. Women are not often sexual sadists, is probably yeah. the best way to put that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But this lady, a duff is. Yeah. So she, she started her murder spree, like, 
hardcore started it in 1895. Mm. By killing her landlords. Sure. Hey, I don't want to pay rent, okay? Yeah. I'm yeah. just tired of this shit. <laughs> and then she also killed her foster sister, Elizabeth, with... That one's a little harder to... <laughs> strychnine. Ooh. That's, that's a bad way to go. That's she could have gone. Way to she go. could have gone the nanny way, and then she decided to branch out. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they did test to see if it was arsenic at first, and uh. it wasn't. Strychnine is strychnine another big one. Oh, so... <laughs> what the shit is strychnine? Uh, other than a poison. It's a poison. It's, it's a poison, but it's not as well known. I mean, there, there's no strychnine in old lace movies, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less well known. Yeah. So there's there's just the one, the one survivor, Ugh. Amelia Finney. See, that's a nice normal that's name. That's a nice name. That's, that's a, a nice name for a good lady. It's, it's name. Yes. Amelia's a great name. Yeah. Foreign side... <laughs> <laughs> so she was in the hospital for uterine ulcer which just sounds awful i mean i can't even fucking is yeah. that what they would just call like one of those like cysts it might have been a cyst yeah, yeah. so she was in a lot of pain mm-hmm. and couldn't sleep while she was in pain Ugh. apparently jane topin came in put a glass up to her mouth and then was like hey this will make you feel better. All right. So uh, the victim that survived remembered her mouth and throat going really dry. Mm. Her body got numb and her eyelids, her eyelids. Oh, my God. I can't talk. Her eyelids started to feel really heavy as she came in and out of consciousness. She fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> or was dying. And then she felt the blankets being pulled back and the bed creaking as Topin got into bed with her. Oh. She then lady was a... cuddled the dying woman, stroked her hair and kissed her <laughs> face. <laughs> and then Topin got up. She remembered Topin getting up on her knees <laughs> next to her and peering into her eyes. Whoa. Did she want to watch the light leave her fucking actual eyes? To watch her pupils. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, That's a whole lot of no on my end. Yeah. Yep. Finney was fairly certain she'd been dreaming but when Tobin lifted the glass again to her lips to tell her to drink more, Finney actually managed to turn away from the glass. Good girl. So she didn't take her final drink wow. and die. Uh, the last thing that Finney remembered was Tobin getting up and running off the bed because somebody must have been coming. I was gonna say, like, I mean, it can't just be the fact that she Refused to take that last drink because no, she could have been somebody, forced. Yeah, somebody. somebody interrupted them. Oh my yeah. god! Talk Luck. about being so lucky. Yeah, but also that's force of will. Like if yeah. she had just taken it right there, and the person had come in afterwards, it would have been over. Yeah, that would have been it. That would have like been. She turned her face. It good for eighteen hundred. Yeah. Hell yeah, Amelia. Proud of you, Amelia. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're probably dead now, but well, I mean, but we're yeah. proud of her in the past. This was established first yeah. episode. Sometimes we're proud of people in the past. Oh yeah, my heart's just like <laughs> swelling with pride for this. Like it's beautiful. Well yeah. done. Yeah, like good job, bud. Killed it. So yeah, Amelia woke up the next morning really groggy, not really sure what happened or if she'd hallucinated everything that went down, and I guess she was kind of embarrassed by it because I mean. Ladies kissing other ladies in the Hey, 1800s. this nurse oh. laid down next to me and oh, then, like, my. crawled on top of me in some manner. I think like, I'm a swoon. This lady, she kissed this other lady. Yeah. 
The other one might have been dying, but all I saw was the kiss. <laughs> Fetch me my smelling salts. <laughs> so Amelia didn't report her what happened up front. Mm-hmm. She waited until Jane had been arrested. And then came forward. And then came forward. Okay. Oh. Like a Bill Cosby scenario. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just waiting. So how yours had grinning granny. Yeah. Jolly Jane. What's Jolly Jane. This nurse? Neither of Let's these people. Let's put a happy adjective in front of a first yes! name and just call it a fucking day. Okay. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Because, like, there's, it's, it might be the demeanor of both the people, but it's also, like, we happen to pick two women at random, and they both have these sort of unassuming, not that scary sounding names, whereas everybody else has, like, the fucking Night Stalker, and, like, the Hillside Strangler, and these people get the Giggling Granny. Like, we can't even take our women serial killers seriously? Is that what this is? <laughs> well, we also pick people from earlier time periods. I guess. It's just like it I'm taking feels... anyone who shoves poison in my face seriously, metaphorically, True. of course. But it just it feels like, you know, even though they know that these things have come in, like they get named that by the media after they get arrested. Yeah. yeah. What is the media looking at them and seeing as opposed to looking at some like Jack the fucking Ripper well, way earlier than either of these two people. Also I don't know who that is. You but have he to was, think he had of... the best name ever. He did have the best name. That is a choice name. Good job, London <laughs> reporters no. for coining it. No, oh, no, the media was shit then. Oh, no, they? we They're shouldn't part be naming of the serial killers. The media should not be naming <laughs> no. serial killers at just... all because it empowers them and it emboldens them yes. and Ooh. it takes the focus off of the victims because people remember the names of the serial killers and not the names of the victims because mm. of the media names. Oh, I totally yep. stepped on a landmine. No, <laughs> no, it's I mean, interesting though. Good. It's yes, interesting good. though. Yeah. And the, the, all it reminds me of is how like it comes up every summer during hurricane season. The fact that hurricanes that are named after women, more people die in them because when they name a hurricane, something like Katrina, <laughs> People think it's not as dangerous as, like, Hurricane Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes so Greg coming up the fuck at you. Right? Like, you'd think that'd be hilarious. But, like, no, people don't take women hurricanes seriously, so they don't leave when they're supposed to or yeah. bend down the hatches when they're supposed to. So they die. That's, so That's the same kind of idea here, I feel yeah. like, anyway. like Women are supposed to be softer and more yes. delicate and... Gentle and easily overpowered, and oh my god, oh, yeah, my. the vapors. Oh, we all have them. Southern bells. It's definitely like, a thing. Yeah, <laughs> they don't take it seriously that someone like Eileen Vornos can kick your goddamn ass, literally kill you would, so hard and so easily. Her. Yeah, Mm-mm. but like with women like this, and yes, it was earlier in the time period. But like they looked at these women and saw mass murderers, serial killers, and thought, let's just name them something harmless. Yeah, Charlie Jane. Charlie Jane, the giggling granny. They named her a granny. She was killing from the age of, like, 18. Yeah. (laughs) But she's the giggling granny. Fine, no problem. Yeah. (laughs) We just, yeah, I think even back then, even with murderers, people don't want to look at women as dangerous or strong or outside of this, like, feminine norm in any way whatsoever. So, back to Jolly Jane here. Her last murder spree that got her caught because somebody else had an uh uh-oh feeling. (laughs) Nice. And survived it. Somehow. Duh. So, she moved in with the Davis family. Because 
she had a friend in 1901 on the 4th of July who died. Shit. Happy birthday, America. You're dead now. Yep. <laughs> Maddie Davis, who was under Jane's care in Cambridge, died. Right. So Jane went with the body back home like you do. Just accompanied it back to mm-hmm. Catamuet. Oh my god, I'm not from Massachusetts. I'm so sorry. Sure. That place in Massachusetts. Yep. For burial. <laughs> and then sorry, the family was like, oh my god, you did so great. <laughs> come, come, come live with our family. Thank you for being with our daughter, you know, oh god. when she died. No. So... She... Killed the patriarch. <laughs> I mean, like, it was he wasn't the first to go, but she killed first his married daughter, Annie Gordon, on July 29th, and then killed Alden Davis a few days later and blamed it on a stroke. Great. And then his surviving daughter, Mary Gibbs, died and was pronounced dead on August 19th. <laughs> I know we just got here, and for some reason, um, everyone you know we're dying. Is but... this one also, of those escalations we've been talking about? <laughs> actually, the first death, because this is also, again, like varying sources. Another source mm. says Mrs. Maddie Davis, his wife, was the first to go, apparently because of heart failure. Again, fucking actual. Bull- oh, no, that was the daughter. That was the daughter. Okay. Yes. Okay, so that was because of heart failure. This part I think I remember. She was called into this house to care for one person. So that's the body she went back with. Mm -hmm. So heart failure and then killed the eldest Davis daughter and then the dad and then the other daughter who apparently Annie Gordon was so upset she went to Topin for help who then offered her some injections to help her. God damn it. And then died. Yeah. Here's my thing is like, no one looked at this woman with suspicion enough to, and she was a nurse. She had like a title. I think that makes sense. But like, oh my God. Nurse who never finished school for it. Nobody was like, can I see your fucking credentials? No one was like, maybe all the people in the house that you're living with is dead. She had forged paperwork. Okay. Yeah. But still, yeah. Once you're in a house with like, there, she's there to treat one person. That person dies. And literally, then another person dies. Else dies. Then another person dies. Like, and how do you just? If you're, com- she came in with her basically golden ticket to get into this family of right. having yeah, yeah, treated yeah. the daughter and been with her in her final moments and, like, and can talk about this and yeah and be like, hey, I accompanied your daughter back. Here's some things she might have wanted to say if she was being. I don't know if she was manipulative or not. Mm. Of things like that, and they were like, "Oh my God, thank you so much for being amazing. Please stay with us." And I'm, then all of this shit happened. I just can't believe that nobody's uh oh feeling was like triggered oh. so much earlier. Oh, it was. Oh, please <laughs> tell so, me. So I mean, this all happened within a month, mm-hmm. basically. God damn. So, Escalating. Yeah, the last daughter, Mary Gibbs. So, like I said, she also died, kind of shortly after her father. Mm-hmm. Her husband. Was then like, wait a sec, wait a sec, because this is like the whole family in six weeks, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody needed to say it. (laughs) And he demanded an autopsy. So the bodies were sent to, 
or like some of the blood walk blood work wow mm. blood work <laughs> i know so some of the blood work was sent to harvard mm-hmm. and they ran some tests and it was determined that it was murder. <laughs> so she was arrested in Amherst, New Hampshire. Oh. In October of 1901. So she was on the run. But that was her last apparent victim was her foster sister. Like I mentioned. Yeah. With the strychnine. Because without being able to steal from hospitals or other places, she couldn't... She had to improvise. Yeah. She had to, she had to get creative. I'd say strychnine is pretty good for someone who has no more access to their regular stuff. Yeah. Strychnine, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of fucked her lawyer over <laughs> by being like, yeah, I killed at least 11 people. And then it was like, oh, well, well Just okay. Just jokes. It uh-huh. was like 31. Jukes. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, it was actually somewhere between 70 to 100 people. <laughs> My bad, guys. I hey, forgot hey, hey. a couple. It was just the 11 that I really liked. <laughs> yeah. So creepy. <laughs> so her confession in court, because at this point, her lawyer was just like, can we get insanity? Like, I don't can think we... you fucking can, dude. Oh. No. Oh. No. Spoiler alert. She was killing for over 20 years. How do you make insanity out of that? Because of her confession. This is my ambition to have killed more people, more helpless people than any man or woman who has ever lived. There are some things that like you can insanity. You're just a sociopath. They declared her insane. They don't know what insanity is back then. Oh, just wait. This gets worse. Oh my god. Side note. I feel. I feel like there are some things that you're like. Oh yeah. Try and be the best. Whatever and whatever you can be. Try and do this better than anyone else in the world. Like no one ever was. (laughs) Be the best Pokemon trainer. Be the best high jumper. Be the best killer. No, not that one. It's my thing. Like, maybe not be like, hmm, maybe I should kill more people than fucking anyone else in the hey, world. Hey, remember Genghis Khan? Not anymore, bitch, because now you remember me. <laughs> so, she Christ. was declared insane. Jesus. And then spent her the rest of her life at the state asylum at Taunton, Massachusetts. life. Taunton, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. Taunton. Taunton. Massachusetts people, if anybody's listening, help us out Isn't here. that what um, they, uh, Luke Skywalker, Skywalker slept? Skywalker cuts yeah. him off and his leaves inside he Taunton. A little, he had a little nap inside Massachusetts, that one. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's Canadian and she can't say Massachusetts. No, again, nope. Nothing to, do with my, nothing to do with my say heritage. It. No. Say it. Mm-mm. Say, say it. it. She's like, it's been Canada Day too recently. She can't blaspheme that way <laughs> i can't shit on my country but i can shit on myself <laughs> okay You're beautiful. so she died in 1938 at the ripe old age of 84 oh wow god damn it that's way too long for this bitch yeah to have lived. yeah she was captured in 1901 you guys that was a lot of time for her to live hey just four years before my lady was born to yeah. take her place oh isn't that <laughs> the passing of the time yeah. if you don't believe so, in reincarnation maybe you do now <laughs> Here's here's the last little tidbit for her. Mm. So a lot of people remembered her as a quiet old lady. Sure. But the older attendants remembered her smile as she beckoned them into her room mm-hmm. saying, get some morphine, dearie, and we'll go out in the ward. You and I will have a lot of fun seeing them die. That sounds fake as fuck. I, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> 
I don't. Too creepy. It was the 1930s. That's too creepy. Silent movies. World oh my War god. I. Actually, at this point, we were starting to head into World War Two. That's. Oh, I don't like that at all. It's great. Sleep well. Can I just say how proud I am that both of us ended on like some decent ass quotes? Yeah. Like, oh, we're getting pretty good at this. Yeah. I don't um, like this at <laughs> all. Thanks. We need to have Kat to just be like, ew, in the background of like all of these now. Oh my God. Well, that was amazing. That lady, though. Yeah, that's I mean, just. What the fuck mm. is wrong with people? I mean, yeah. Th- this is this is what the entire the entire podcast is about answering that question. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people, and also how do you survive them? <laughs> yeah, I need to harness my own yeah. feeling because that's fuck. If anyone poisons me, I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah. Also, just a fun fact. Back is it gonna in- be fun, Emily? <laughs> is it gonna be fun? It's not. It's never fun. <laughs> back in the 1800s and early 1900s, in the embalming process, they used arsenic. So that's when they got a lot of false positives with arsenic in poisoning cases. You goddamn idiots. Which is why a lot of people tried to use arsenic if they were going to poison someone because if they were embalmed, they'd, yep, yours. Probably why Nanny started out that way. And they they didn't know for sure that that's what was happening until way, way later in her life. Yeah, and that's why they thought at first that Janes were all arsenic, but further testing. In the body already, you dumb shit. (laughs) So, yeah. There's your fact of the day. Modern medicine. Medical science was bull for so long, you guys. We'll 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 go through this really quick, but I should say, like, a lot of the time we try to have like a survival tip at the end. Oh yeah. This has been a long ass fucking episode. Don't be me. But don't be cat is our survival tip of the night. (laughs) Don't help homeless people in the alleys at night at bar time. Okay, okay. And sit on the step with them. Okay, yeah, we're done. (laughs) The (laughs) other thing we want to we want to say is that we are looking into taking a self-defense class. We are. It's for multiple <laughs> reasons, but like, we really want to talk about it on the podcast because we want to let you guys know some of the tips we learn. Cause we're going on a big trip. Yes. We're going on a big trip in a big city and we don't know much. And about we're road tripping. That. Yes. And we're road tripping through part of Mississippi and <laughs> me as a mixed person is not excited about this. Hey, look, I just um, want to say to our, laugh, any of our Mississippi listeners, laughing. we're not saying that you're an asshole. We're just saying that there no, are No, but assholes. I've been warned by multiple Mississippi natives to be careful. Yeah. So <laughs> right. including my old hairdresser, Miss Shirley. Yeah. So like Miss Shirley. we're just doing our best to be safe out there in the world. Like, <laughs> Like smart ladies do. Yeah. We're going to have the guys fill up the car with gas if we need it. Exactly. Because um, we're still scared. Um, but yeah, we are going to learn some self-defense stuff. And we do want to, we're going to talk to you guys about it and hear, let you guys know some tips. If you guys want to give us some tips, if you guys have uh, any feedback on the podcast, we always want to hear it. Um, what the fuck is our Twitter handle? Uh-oh, feeling cast, right? Uh-oh, feeling cast. Uh-oh, feeling cast on Twitter. You can also email us with your story or any sort of questions or comments on the podcast at uh-oh.dailygravy at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at uh-oh feeling. And that's it, right? Tumblr. Okay, nice. Tumblr we have, I think it's just uh-oh feeling.tumblr.com. Yep. Um, yeah, we're just 
always looking to hear from you guys. Again, I already touched on all the stories we want to hear from, but we would love to hear if we're wrong about something. I want to get yelled at. I mean, the Please. first time we get yelled at, I'm going to feel like we fucking made it. I might cry a little, but then I'll be excited. But then we'll be like, yeah, stoked. We'll drink another martini and it'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, please let us know what you think. Please let us know if there's anything we missed or anything we should be talking about in the future. Or again, if you have sur survivor stories that you want to talk about, yes. bring it on. We need to have to hear about it. We'll be talking about a cult soon whenever we can get him on. Yes. Talk about oh it. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. And then also a small plug for yes. myself and Kat. Hey. So we also are going to be having a stream video thing happening called Glog, Gorgeous Ladies of Gaming. It's an amazing name. Ooh. I will fight anyone who says otherwise. It's great. So we're going to be doing everything from like horror games to League of Legends, maybe some Overwatch if we can ever get that working for Ooh, both of us at the same time. At the same, yep. To just random things. We'll have guests. It'll be great. We're going to be on uh, the Daily Gravy website as well as cross posting to YouTube. We might have a Twitch. I don't really know. We'll we haven't, yeah, yeah. So that'll be launching, I think, in August, we decided. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. So. Depending on when this goes out, might probably August, be probably very -August. early yeah. August. Yeah. yeah. So check it out if you're into video games and streams and all of that and it's live plays. Be it's yeah, gonna be it's gonna awesome. be good. It's gonna yeah. be good. We're gonna and scream a lot, but we in are. a nice it's way. Fine. <laughs> we might swear a little. And we a do lot. have, just so you guys know, if you're looking at our Daily Gravy, um, we have a Daily Gravy Facebook page. It's yeah, called the Daily join Gravy that Network. Shit. Yes, do like it. it, follow it, share um, things. Yes, you can find out about all the new podcasts we have coming out. We have four right now. We're about to launch a fifth. Um, I guess by the time this comes out, it will have been launched. So we have Wait What, the Bi Wiki podcast. We have uh, Cool Story Needs More Girls. Um, we have the boat, which is Jake and I talking about what it's like to launch this, um, whole big network dealio that we don't even know what the fuck is going on most of the time. <laughs> and, and then we have our newest podcast is pitching and moaning. So we would love it if you would give those a listen and let us know what you think as well. And all three of us will be on that. Mm. Yes. But eventually. Might be in the fall. Like September or yeah. October is when yeah. that one's going to launch. So. Yeah. so if you like this dynamic, keep your ear holes out. And with that. I guess we're going to yeah. bid you goodbye, dear listener. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Later, taters. Goodbye.